Hi guys and welcome back to another ITH podcast where we are still at the Autosport show here in Birmingham. And Tim, I think we've lucked out on location for this one. We have. We are... We, yeah, we, we were searching. We're on top of a motorhome, basically. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this audio only, we are on top of the motorhome. Uh, in the middle of the whole of the show, there's simulators, there's very expensive cars behind us. It's um, awesome. It is amazing. This is the big, the most baller we've ever been, I think. Uh, yeah, I could, I would say so. And So we are here on top of the motorhome that is done by uh, Excite, an energy drink by Focus energy and nootropics there you go <laughs> that is the i mean it's 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 rubbish i'm rubbish you're I? you're not very good at but the subtle um no, kind no, of thank you to the guys for letting us be up here but they've given us a couple of their cans of their energy drink i'll tell you and what zero sugar i'll tell you what um, it's like really five, tasty five i'm not just saying this it's really tasty it's very very nice i don't like the one that's a different flavor by a different brand because it reminds me of doing vodka Red Bull when I was younger. <laughs> right, okay. and horrible things happened. Anyway, thank you to these guys for uh, for letting us be on top of their yes. motorhome. But that is not why we are here. We are no. here because we want to bring you the guy behind Shmi 150. Not the just man... not just like the guy standing behind him. We didn't, no, just, no. we didn't just grab somebody from the arena. Although I have to say, Mark, <laughs> you are stood behind Shmi quite a lot of the time, I yes. guess. Um, but let me introduce you, if you're listening to this and you're watching this. This is Mark. Mark basically helps um, Tim run the Shmi Empire, we could call it. Yes. There we go. It's <laughs> as simple as that. Um, business manager, as they call it. So is that, is that your official title? Yeah. Tim's business manager. Yeah, and shop manager as well. So I run the shop as well. Okay, fine. So shop and logistical nightmares, I'm sure, all that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, is, it's is mostly um, being in charge of his agenda. Um, and doing all the initial planning. So, I thought, first of all, I thought you said his gender. No, his like, well, Okay, he's Tim, or Tim, or, or maybe uh, Tamara that, at the weekend. That's the uh, subject of a totally different podcast. Yes, now. I'm sure it is. Um, so, Mark, how did, you, how did you first get to meet Tim? Had you, have you been mates for years and years, or? Um, I've been a journalist since 2003. Um, first did so, your background's journalism? Yeah, 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 my background's journalism. So, I'd done, uh, first it was Telecom. Uh, consumer electronics, mostly in the Netherlands because I'm Dutch. Um, and then I started to do some stuff in the automotive scene. Um, and then, you know, there was all of a sudden this guy standing with a camera in the middle of Monaco filming me driving around. Um, and uh, he filmed me, made a video. Um, just search MTMR6 and you will find the video on Tim's channel. And that's about, I think, 2011, uh, doing top marks. Um, just. Yeah, so you didn't know him at the time? No, no. He was just filming a car. Yeah, he was in. just the, the car spotter, right. you know, from London, went to Monaco to film and do exactly the same thing. So and I was there as a journalist, knew MTM, drove around the cars, wrote a story about it. Um, and just met him. And then after a while, we got a bit of a talking about certain things and see if we could do something together. Um, he did some videos. We did, I think, the 2012 Geneva Motor Show. He did all the videos for our, our blog. Um, at that time and then in 2013 I left the blog of left the website um, and we kept talking and uh, I saw what he was doing and what, what he was doing was the future so to speak and the only thing was Tim was doing everything and that's really how you can see and if you talk about Tim he, he's just immense controlling what he wants to do and how he wants to do it and, and he really precisely wants he wants to do it and I said you cannot do it all so give me what's coming into your mailbox let me deal with that, uh, open doors for you. Um, and then I just introduced them to all the manufacturers, to brands, brought them to new shows and all this kinds of stuff. And, and I've been doing since. So what I just do is just make sure that if he says, I would like to drive that car. And then I just pick up the phone, call the manufacturer and see if there's a possibility to drive a car. 
And luckily at that time, MTM was one of the, the, the companies that uh, allowed us to do it. Um, but also Lamborghini, he, uh, the famous video of him showing how the roof on an Aventador Roadster works. Um, that was one of the videos that we, uh, we did one of the few, the first ones that were really a success. And then other manufacturers started noticing him and saying, what is this? You know, he's doing a video, it gets 200, 300,000 views. Which maybe you should also ask him to come along and do. And, uh, and it became more and more and more and more. And now it is, yeah, I think we're working with all the manufacturers right now. So do you work with Tim full time? This is your full time No, gig? not even, not even, oh, right. but it feels like full time. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> no, but it's um, the majority of the time. Um, next to that, I'm a marketing consultant um, for Cars & Coffee International uh, oh, cool. and a few manufacturers and brands that ask me to help them on subjects like social media, marketing and all this kinds of stuff. Um, and that's what I do next to it. Um, I work for a tuning company in the Netherlands who asked me for the same thing. Um, and I also run some e-commerce platforms and websites and web shops. So um, yeah, that's what I'm mostly So do. you're quite busy then? Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like 80 hours a week. Nice, okay. Yeah, it's normal, <laughs> it's you know, I'm used to it. And for me, it's just the drive is just that I like it. If I don't like it, I don't do it anymore, I do something else. Have you so, always liked cars? Like. So where are you? I'm guessing you're from Holland originally. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm totally Dutch. And uh, I'm totally Dutch. Uh, <laughs> and has cars always been something that you've been interested in? And it's an interesting thing up, because when up? I was roughly like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, about that, I was reading all the magazines that everyone was reading in the Netherlands, you know, the auto car of the Netherlands as I was reading. But I wasn't really like a massive car nut. I loved cars, but I was not like massively, massively, massively into cars. And then I think after like 17, 18, I went totally into mobile phones and all this kinds of tech. Similarly to Tim, Tim is a mass, massive techie. Um, and I wasn't really doing anything with cars. And then I think I've bought, I bought my first car when I was 26. So um, no, not really. And then when I started doing automotive as a journalist, yeah, then you know, driving 40, 50 cars a year. And then all of a sudden it became massive. So uh, yeah, now I'm an immense BMW nerd, so to speak, and minis. But um, nice. yeah, now now it's yeah now it's all about cars. Although I have to say, um, after working about now, it's I think eight years in this world, it gets a bit blasé. You know, if you've seen like four, uh, 40 Rolls Royces in one day in Dubai, you're like hmm, another one. It's a bit. It becomes the norm, I guess. It becomes yeah. the norm. Yeah. So for me to see a really special car. Um, I'm just, I'm thinking, looking at all the cars that are coming in the future, I'm mostly looking backwards. Because now <laughs> it's the time that you're looking at classics and you're like, yeah, oh yeah. wow, you know that car they released like 20 years ago? I never knew that it existed. Oh wow, it's a really cool car. Um, and I'm not looking at, so, not as much as cars that are coming in the future because it's like, okay, this is an interesting car, it's in the development of a car that already exists and there will be a new model. But I'm now uh, looking back at cars that are coming um, from, and that have been released in the past and I'm like, Hey, that's interesting, never knew about that. So maybe it's because the, the way we're going into electric cars and exhaust not sounding nice anymore and cars not being that engaging anymore, you're, you're searching for cars that are really, really interesting. But it wasn't a massive car nut, I must say. Okay. More, more. You've kind of grown into it yeah, a bit, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a bit of a late so. starter, but yeah, you've yeah. Uh, certainly <laughs> blossomed. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Nicely and I drove quirk. a lot of interesting, nice things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so. Run us through what is a, a typical week for you. I mean, is it, is it just completely hectic the whole time, but you have to keep control of everything? I mean, because you have to control who is somebody who is arguably the, one of the hardest working guys in the yeah. industry. Yeah. And this is something that uh, it comes across. There was there was a there was some stuff on social media 
recently where a lot of the established journalists, I say established, you know, the, the, the old, the old mm-hmm. school journos. Magazine. Were journos. really, they've been really being very disparaging against people and, and in, in cases naming Tim, naming Shmi in a few tweets and things, saying, you know, talking about how they don't really do a proper job and they're not really objective. And, and I, 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 it irritated me because I know how hard Mm-hmm. Tim works. I know how hard all the mm-hmm. other guys work. I know how hard we work. You know. Well, I think his car collection shows how hard he works. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> no. No, the, the the big thing is is dual sided. I believe um, it's one on the other end. It's the fact that influencership, as we call it, or being an influencer, mm-hmm. either your Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you do, um, is a thing which is next to a journalist and what does a newspaper or TV or anything. They have to understand that we're media all. But influencers are not journalists. We're not an, an influencer. Will never ever give a, a really in-depth opinion about a, a specific car or a specific service or anything like that. They show the experience of being there. In the end, they're the presenter, in some way, to show how the uh, the world of being an influencer and how it, what it feels like being in this world. Because for a lot of people, it's aspirational, mm-hmm. and uh, they want to be in it, and they can't not be in it. So they want to be Tim. On the other end, we have the owner the, 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 that has similar supercars or a car in his garage who learns from Tim what a certain service or a specific thing is. So if we, if we do paint protection film and Topaz, it's on one end, it's Tim bringing the car to Topaz to show what it means to bring a car there. And then an aspirational person that might maybe not ever have the ability to buy a car like that, you know, possibly, but he can put his feet in Tim's shoes and say, I'm there as well because Tim is there. Yeah, and on the I, other lo- end, I love that. Yeah, and yeah. the other end is the owner that says, I want to have that service. And those two people we, jo- we, we tend to want to uh, reach. And what I would say to all the, uh, the journalists is say, if you ever have a feeling you don't understand what's going on, drop me a call and I'll explain. Because the moment I start explaining it, they are like, ah, that's, that's what you want to achieve. We yeah. don't want to sit on the seat of the journalist because I'm a, I wasn't. I don't do much of the journalism work anymore, but I was in the seat of the journalist. But I don't want any influencer to sit there because I don't want to take the seat of the journalist. Just yeah. don't want to yeah, because we're a different yeah. profession. Those, those guys have got they've got their yeah. their career and, and influencers have a different a different style of things. Yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like you a know. chef in a in a kitchen. You know, one does the the main course and one does the dessert. You know, it's like maybe we do the main course and maybe somebody else does the dessert or vice versa. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. different. You know, we do something different and it's additional, and it's getting even more now with uh, owners becoming influencers themselves, and that will be added soon. And then, what are we going to have the journalists complaining about that again? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. There'll always yeah. be someone on the internet, Mark, as you know, that will try yeah, and put yeah, somebody you know, down. The, the uh, it's quite interesting what Tim was saying, though. The, the, I suppose the the average week of, of you and Tim yeah. is there ever an average week? Is every week different, or do you uh, have you, a bit yeah, of a structure at all? Yeah, there's a there's a of course we we have our aim of, of releasing four to five videos a week right now. You know, that was seven. We That's stopped incredible. doing that, so it's now five videos. But it's. What we're currently, what we constantly are doing is, uh, w- what our aim is, is making sure that we, our focus is YouTube. YouTube is always number one, and we're making sure that that every content piece we push out gets that gets the right angle, the right thumbnail. You know that that we engage with the audience and make sure that we get the message across. And we're tuning and tuning and tuning the channel and looking at the analytics like one and a half hours a day, just being aware of what how YouTube works, how social media works, and make sure that, and that's the key. 
And the only thing I need to do is find deals and find uh, relationships, find content opportunities that fit into that. So with that in mind, obviously um, I met you through yeah. uh, BOTB and guys, if you haven't checked it out, BOTB.com, they're the guys that give away a dream car every single week. Um, Tim came to one of the surprises yeah. we did over Christmas where a guy won a, a, an amazing abbed RS3, which was just incredible. And he's going to be collecting that car pretty soon, actually. So go and check it out, BOTB.com. Cool. Um, and if you haven't signed up, I would suggest going to do it. You never know. It might be my mug coming to your doorstep one day <laughs> with a brand new car that you've just won. And we met Tim through BOTB. And w was that a deal that you'd managed to, no. to get? Okay, so no. you did the work. Yeah, no. I'll do all the pre-work. You know, he did the... Um, we did the initial in the headlights section a week before that. Yep. So giving mm -hmm. the opportunity for people to win the car. That is the thing that I then arranged with your team. Um, and uh, the, uh, Tim coming to the event, I will make sure that everybody knows how Lady arrives, uh, that he's there and he knows from me what he needs to do. Uh, and often that changes last minute. So I'm mostly telling this an hour before because it could be that we change something. And also I can tell it two weeks before, I can tell it two days be before. Uh, just just passes by because he's busy with something else at that moment so um, and I always tell everyone it's like we live in seconds and minutes you know anything can happen any moment and it can change any moment and, and with all the brands I'm talking to they think in weeks and months right, so yeah. what we're doing is we're doing this constant uh, managing of you know expectations and uh, the schedule and what is happening last last minute and that works the best because even though last minute things can change and it can make the video a much better video than it did we initially can it thought. Also, can it also very much go the other way? Have you ever had any nightmares? Surely if you could do oh, it, yeah. tell yeah. us one story where things have maybe changed and you've had to deal with it and it's kind of on your shoulders that you've got to try and fix it. Oh, I have to think here. I think about what you can say. <laughs> yeah, that's also a thing, yeah. I don't want to give away things that we might not want to share. Mm. Because there's always things happening in the background um, which you never anticipated in, in, in advance. Um, certain brand deals you're doing and then all of a sudden the brand decides that the messaging should be done differently last minute and then you're on a phone call. I remember, which was an interesting one, we did a Lamborghini video um, two months ago, I think, with a partner, uh, with a gaming uh, partner. And uh, they had all set up and everything done. And I said, like, Tim, you're going to do it like this and this. And he came on site. And I was standing with my new car, being doing stuff. And he calls me and said, Mark, I want to do it completely different because the setup on site is completely different. And I believe if we do it differently, it will be a much bigger success. And I was like, okay, what do you see in front of you? And how do we set this up? So we discussed it on site. And like five minutes later, he started filming his video. And the video now has almost, I think, two million views. Wow. And the thing is, is that <laughs> that video, because the, the often, the, the brands tell us, we're going to do the day like this. It's like, oh, yeah, fine. And then we arrive on the day, and the day is then changed. And maybe for the better for them, but we look at it as like, oh, it's not really what we expected, and it's not maybe what we wanted. Um, and then on site, we change it completely. And then still, it's really successful, but we just change it on site, and that happens a lot. All the time. All <laughs> the time. And the, chain, and the flexibility required to make things work, that's, 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 the, that's what, I, what we need. between. Have, you, um, have yeah. you ever rejected brands? And just oh, said, many. look, it just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't fit in with what Tim does. Many, many. You know, we, we are, with regards to our shout outs, we want to make it honest and natural. Tim is honest and natural. What he says, he means. And he yeah. believes in it. So, and he would not do anything with a brand he doesn't believe in. Or he doesn't, or believe, uh, he has a, he looks at the brand and says, guys, listen, this, is, this, is cannot be real, this cannot be real. So he only does things, you know, the thing is with BOTB, he would buy a ticket himself. 
because yeah. he believes that the OTB is genuine, honest, they give away a car every week, and that is what he believes well, in. Well, that's why BOTB love working with someone like Tim, because the amount of people, as you know, that go, this this is way too good to be true. Yeah. Like They give yeah. away a car every week. People just don't think it's genuine. No, no, it's Whereas it's so good to have someone like Tim come along to a surprise right. where we're surprising someone, and then him yeah. kind of doing the social stuff around it to show people it does happen. It does happen to normal people. You know, this guy didn't spend... Oh. 50 quid on tickets he spent just a few quid and yeah. now he's won a brand new exactly I mean, it, 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 in a way it, it lends credibility to both sides of the equation yeah, yeah. doesn't it yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for us we have met many many brands in which I thought nah is there anything you'd really like to do with Tim is there anything that you've sat down and said to him over the last few years Tim look we need to do this I want to do this yeah, he's just yeah, never, it never done year. it <laughs> oh what was it uh, the Mille Mille oh the Mille Mille oh, it's amazing. in my opinion the best car event in the world that, was, that was epic the, the that, videos from the that. video we made yeah that's what we want to make every day but youtube doesn't allow us to make every day if we could make that every day we would be a really happy bunny but we're not we, the youtube the, the video we we struggled to get it to the views it has now and and because it deserves so much more but it will never get much more because that's not what youtube and the audience requires to necessarily watch mm. you know, they want a different kind of content piece which is fine you know that video piece belongs on a tv show it yeah. belongs on Vimeo. It belongs on maybe Netflix. You know, uh, it, it was such an epic experience. It was for us. It was ap- it, by far my most special experience I've had. And, and, and driving t- in that car is, was unique. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I watched the videos and I was just jealous from the beginning to the end. But as you said, it was very nice to be able to step into the shoes of someone like yourself or Tim yeah. and see what that event is like from a first-person perspective. It's really yeah. hard to convey that event. It's extremely hard to convey because if you are, for instance, there have been other influencers and journalists going on the event but just being there as press. And the problem is that they don't drive the event. So they're not in the car. They yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. the struggles. They don't see it. And the thing now is... the what we have is we want to do it again maybe not this year but maybe next year um, and that's an interesting thing because now Mercedes come back to us and said do you want to do it in the Ullenhout Coupe which is the most expensive car in the world which is the car <laughs> oh, there's only God. two of them I don't, I'd probably the car, the car is the car is insured for 150 million euros oh what yeah the only car that is in their collection more worth is the SLR that Sterling Moss did it in in the record time yeah. but that car doesn't run anymore or they don't want to run it on the event anymore okay so they did it in a we did it in a normal 300 sl which is a what is it two million euro yeah, two million two euro million, car depending yeah. on which market you're in and mileage and stuff and then they said and then the guy uh they didn't they initially they thought like oh gosh you're gonna put these young guys in a 300 sl they're not gonna they're not gonna do well and uh and then the guy at mercedes said, no no let them do it and then they told and i told him it's like if you tell me that we are going to do this, I'm going to do this extremely professional. So when we told Mercedes we're doing this extremely professional, we pulled a lot of strings to do it. And I said, I want to score in the first hundred. And they were like, oh yeah, if you do first hundred, okay, let's do it. And then in the end, I think we were 95 or something like that. Yeah, so you made it. Which is everyone else that I talked to, and I had some friends which were like four or fifth, you know, in the, in the final ranking, and they were 95 for your first time. It's immense, how did you do that? <laughs> and even, from, even everyone at Mercedes, they were like blown away by how well we did because 95 out of 400 on your first millimilia, it's immense. So for me, that was a chal- absolutely a challenge uh, that we, we saved. And then after the event, we were sitting and like, okay, we've done it, what's next? We honestly, we're like, this is the end game with regards to events. And uh, it's a bit of an end game with regards to cars now as well with the Senna and <laughs> yeah. the GT. And yeah, we're looking like, uh, what's next? Yeah. Because for Tim, 
you know, having these two cars at the same time in the garage, you know, it's so many top top trumps. You know, what are you gonna do after this? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, you well, know. That, that's that's something as well that you, I guess you guys have to work out, ignoring the fact of just this Christmas period getting these two cars delivered and the logistics around it would have been amazing. Mm, but yeah. like these cars were delivered were this it was three years ago, wasn't it, that the GT process was all yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's no that you would never have conceived three years ago that the GT and the Senna would have both arrived. Within a week of yeah. each other. Yeah, it's it's, you know? it's the, I'm the sure. GT was planned for next year September. Yeah, it, it was planned uh, September. They'd, next they'd September, they'd be staged, oh, wow. wouldn't they? You'd yeah, get and the Senna. Uh, the Senna I could share to the audience was March, and then yeah. came forward, and I was like, oh, there's a. Then uh, the, the thing was, the 911 GT3 was there. I love that car. I said, that's him. I will get it from you. I'll buy it when in 2019. You know, don't worry, we'll mm -hmm. drive it and just uh, we order it and spec it in the way we want to and everything. The car was there a month. And then there was an email from Ford in the mailbox saying, uh, your GT is coming in 2018 because we, because of the WLTP and the emission regulations, we need to put it on plates before the end of the year. Wow. And we were like, <laughs> we just bought the GT3, <laughs> which was meant to cover the period until yeah, the GT yeah, yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh damn, did they, what are we gonna do with it? So we, okay, we're gonna I use it a lot, lot a lot. <laughs> we're gonna use it a lot. And then when the GT comes, then it has to go because we need to, Tim needed the funds from the GT3 to go into the Ford GT. I love that that's a problem. And then yeah. we're like, oh <laughs> my God, cars. oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then um, McLaren came and say, uh, you now have to move, the um, uh, the Senna's coming as well in uh, December. And then we're like, and then Tim was like, uh, my bank account, my, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm going to talk to, I have to talk to all these people, you know, insurance and the cars of finance. So we will go into detail that in the coming weeks. And it's like, oh my God, how are we going to, Deal with this because it's, it. it's insurance, it's PPF, it's you know. He's, he's yeah. got to pay for these two cars. Video <laughs> schedules. It's everything. video schedules, yeah. and we're like, uh oh, and um, and we didn't really want it together because it's better for us to have them a bit spread because else and in the end it was a mayhem because also with the Senna, you know, first going to Manchester and then coming to the factory to be revealed and then it goes back to Manchester to finish and then revealed there and the GT uh, being revealed at Goodwood, which was. With, we had Ford UK in there, Ford Europe in there. Um, I was talking to some other partners, bringing other cars, but we wanted to keep it a bit smaller. I think on site we had like 10 people to do all that, and nobody sees this. And they were all there to make sure that Tim, and it, he'd only drove the car really, really slow on the track, but we needed to do photos with a photographer, video. Uh, it's just, and then the car had to go on a truck and go to another location for photos and video. <laughs> and then it had to go to uh, back to Tim's garage, then to go to PPF. Uh, you know, it, the cars have a busier schedule than Tim himself. Yeah, yeah. it's for something for 2019. I want to slow down a little bit because okay. I think about 30, 40% of his time is dealing with cars. Um, and I would like to have him deal less with cars and maybe see his family more because it's just mental. It's absolutely mental. And it's constantly something. It's always like, oh, I need to do the winter swap on this car. And then I need to swap the wheels back on that week. And then and I was like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you have to take that to Germany. And so much it, to think about. It, yeah. It's constantly, and it's also thinking about which cars, you know, the, the GT8 with the Christmas tree was created like a day before, two days before we did the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Because Tim's dad said, we need a Christmas tree at home. Can you cut it for me? So his dad is filming the video while the, the Christmas tree is on the <laughs> roof. And everybody's like, yeah, why is your dad not in the video? His dad doesn't want to be on the video. So uh, same as with the M2C when he bought, for his dad bought the car. It's like, you know, all these arrangements are done sometimes a week or day before. Sometimes they're you know, like four weeks or four months before. You know, I'm planning things now which are going to happen 
July and August is something really bad coming to happen. And um, especially April is a really important month because the season starts. So we need to move the Senna and the GT around so that they, they drive the ring, they drive racetracks, they, you know, all these kinds of stuff. So, so you, are, now. you are, I was going to say, you are planning a good six months in advance. Probably uh, big even things, more, yeah. Right? Small okay. things. I, I don't know what I'm doing in two weeks. <laughs> right. I don't but have a clue. You know what you're doing in six months for some <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, some things, yeah. Okay, but fine. the point is, it's like, um, we change things now already. So we, um, yesterday, Tim wanted to do something in the morning, but then decided to sleep longer and do it in the afternoon. So looking at that sort of things, we, we're constantly moving, shifting, changing, altering what we're doing on like on a minute basis. And some things are really, really like far, far ahead. Yeah. What, I mean, um, what, what do you think you'd do if YouTube shut down tomorrow? Um, That's the look of fear if you're watching this. <laughs> Not for me, it doesn't really matter because I like my work as a consultant. So, the question is what kind of Tim is going to do. Um, and I believe that, that for us both, it's both a world of consultancy, I think. Okay. Simply because we have so much connections in this world and there's so much people asking us for help and things we want to do. It's first an easy way of, of, of doing, you know, and maybe starting a business for the two of us, which allows us to help certain brands develop their brands and set it up. And that's sort of because in the end, that's what we're doing. You know, we created Shmi 150 from 2013 onwards into the biggest, you know, automotive channel with a single person on it. You know, we're not top gear with five people. We're, you yeah. know, it's one guy doing one thing. Um, Would you uh, ever like to be in front of the camera? I'm sitting now in front of a camera, but <laughs> now the, the thing is, is that. Um, yeah, I'm a bit outspoken. I'm a journalist. <laughs> oh, I have that, an opinion. That's, that's why Tim keeps you in the back. Yeah, because I have <laughs> an opinion. I, yeah. I, and somehow I have an opinion about things. So I, if I, I would love to make a channel uh, saying the things I want to say, but um, I, I don't think that's. I think I think I just need to first do my thing, and then in 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 you know additionally I would like to say things. But yeah, I have opinion about certain things simply because I have a, a, a journalistic background. So if I have something that I want to sell to the world, I write a blog about it and I tell it to the world. And you know, now currently with the whole emission stuff, I have an opinion about it and a strong one. And uh, I tell the world what it is. And a lot yeah. of people don't don't see that. And I tell the world and then, oh my God, I've never thought about this. Yeah, I've been, re I've been reading. Yeah. I enjoy reading your stuff about the, about the emission stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. something that irritates me as well. Yeah. But it's- So can know. people, have you got a blog or, or no, something? No, I put it on Drive Tribe, on Shmi 150, on the Tribe of Shmi 150. Okay. Yeah, so I put it there. I don't have time to, to run a blog or anything like that. But sometimes I have my stories, you know, I, once drove a 918 and I had to write down what I thought about it. Right. And sometimes I, 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 you know, with my, with my BMW heart and my mini heart that I have, I see things developing and then I have an opinion about it and I want to write about it. But it, it, it's mostly general markets. But because I see these things happening when I'm tuning my cars, I write them down. I feel that I want to tell the world what's happening. You know, and and just, just before we wrap up, um, you're obviously quite passionate about your cars. Tim's got his huge garage. What do you drive? Uh, I have a BMW M2 competition, um, which is uh, which gone, is a project car. We're going to okay. uh, hopefully show it soon on the channel as well. Oh, great. So currently has a full ex exhaust system on it for my Krabovic. Um, and um, I'm the, uh, what we're going to do is, and that's interesting, we're going to cut out the roof. You're going to cut, cut out, out the, the roof. roof? Yeah, we're going to put in a, a carbon fiber roof in it. Um, we're going to um, suspension. We're gonna, I have a heritage design, which I want to put on the car. So I'm working on doing this with a partner in, uh, in Jilin, Rub Style, uh, who are going to do the wrapping for me. Um, uh, great guys, and they've done the PPF as well on my car. So they, nice. I have all these partners everywhere for my cars and my projects. 
So, you know, I work with Eventuri for the carbonara intake and I work all these kind of partners I have to make a, a, a project and, a, and a, a car. And I've always done this. All my, all my cars have been project cars. Um, and my Mini S as well, which is a track car now, which is a, a second generation GP, which is a lightweight without rear seats, without a, any stuff. And so it has a cage and roll, um, a roll cage in it and um, uh, bucket seats and a short shifter and a, uh, adjustable suspension. And you a can see it brings joy to you. If you're watching yeah, this, you see wonderful. Mark is proper yeah, yeah. smiling when he's talking yeah, about and it, the For Mini. me, it, it's like, you know, if you anyone, if you ever, anytime have a question about Minis or BMWs, especially M2s, or M3s or M4s, and just, you know, just shoot me a message on, on, on Instagram and I will I'll be strict and say what I think. <laughs> what, what's your um, username on Instagram? Uh, that's kind of funny. It's like Schmark150. Schmark150. Tim insisted <laughs> so that I have that. So he signed was, a contract. Yeah, it's well, in the contract. Yeah, I'm sure to, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for giving you a bit of an insight oh. into what it's like to, I suppose, manage Tim, uh, look after him, be his kind of... PA, no. organizer. No, I don't want to be his PA. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Um, well, it, it's quite an incredible. You're the, you're the puppeteer holding the strings. Yeah, I am. Yeah. 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 Quick questions before we leave. Do you have access to Tim's bank account? No. Oh, damn. Oh, okay, rubbish. so we're going to have to buy lunch. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Mark, thank you so much. Yeah, no and, worries. Thank, uh, you, thank you. And guys, please do make sure you subscribe to the NA Lights channel. Make sure you go and check out botb.com. Give away a dream car every single week, and they've got the lifestyle prizes in there as well. And go and see Excite, the yeah. drink. Yeah, really thanks to the guys for letting us come and uh, basically crash their motorhome. We're going to go and look at what's downstairs in this thing now. And we're going to go and take a look at uh, the uh, NEC, because the Autosport Show has a lot to offer. It has. And in fact, I think Mark's probably now going to go and do something with Tim in the yeah, live arena, to, aren't you? Uh, I have to film the live arena, the live show. Oh, yeah, yeah we should go and yeah, we'll go we watch should. the live I, show. I can take you if you want to. You want to Definitely. See uh, That's what we're going to go and do. Guys, we're thank off. you so much, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.